Lamb <laughs> Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. All right. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University Beers of the Brewers, a special edition episode here marking our 200th episode. He, yeah, it's exciting on January 21st, 2022. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. If this is your first time or if this is your 200th time, uh, you've heard everyone here on the show uh, this week. Sitting across the table from me, we have co-founder of Langrand Brewing Company, Mr. Walt Keys. Yeah. We're recording a day later than normal because we have a very special guest. Special guest will get introduced last. This time we got, uh, returning from his stint in quarantine, director of brewing operations, Chris Helderman. Hello. We almost went, and uh, as is tradition every now and again, we almost went uh, Beers of the Brewers episode without a brewer. Uh, Dan had to had to run, but I think we found a fine replacement. Back from the lake house here, making a non-Monday night, non-Euchre night uh, appearance here at, at Langrand Brewing Company, uh, former host of this year podcast, Mr. Mark Richards. What is going on? It's good yeah. to be here. Like Michael Jordan or... Oh, yeah. Brett Favre. Like his baseball career or... Yeah. Just like it. Yes. Well, I, I hear you've been eating a lot of cheese pizza up in. Uh, oh yeah, I had one to can last night with the cheese pizza. As a matter of fact, so uh, been having some pizza here on Monday nights with Euchre. I think my current uh, title here is Emeritus Director of Euchre Operations or something out here in the Land Grant Tap Room every Monday night. We'll be Sounds about coming right. along with that until eh, March 15, maybe mid March. <laughs> And then I'm not going to be doing a damn thing again. Euchre, euchre boss at large, something like that. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, at large. well, this week for that 200th episode, uh, we got we had a couple new beers, and it, it seemed fitting to talk about a variation of the first beer ever brewed here at Land Grant, and that is uh, Smutter, our s'more brown ale. It's a, a variation on the on the OG recipe here. If you came here for our opening or the first couple of weeks, it was just known as Batch 001, and uh, then got the uh, the name, the first Seinfeld name in all of the uh, all the recipes in Son of yeah. a Butter. Yeah. But th- uh, this this is a a brown ale, and we're gonna say it tastes like chocolate, toasty, graham cracker, and, and marshmallow. Surprise, surprise, with that s'more theme. And before we uh, before we continue on all the fanfare about the episode. Chris, why don't you tell all of our listeners here about this delicious beer. Before you get too far into it, I want to give Mark a shout out for wearing the original Son of a Mutter t-shirt. Oh yeah, we're not live we're not live streaming this. Yeah, I always think it's good to have visual items uh, on display when you're recording an audio only podcast and Mm -hmm. 
I'm here to do that job. So uh, get the OG Son of a Mutter t-shirt on. Now, my uh, OG Son of a Mutter t-shirt kind of looks, I would look like a giant person wearing that shirt. I, you you got to size yeah. up with that shirt. I yeah. was going to mention that. I have an, an OG Son of a Mutter shirt, and my wife wears it because she wears two sizes smaller than me, and she it's a little big on her, but it it is it is a... You got to size so up. So retirement, retirement must be treating you well, Mark. You're, uh, you're, you're shrinking the shirt well. well yeah, yeah, sporting it well. Uh, this is an XL, mind you. So but. you're not you're not you're not doing your uh, your 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 Tony Beachbody uh, mm. brewery workouts up there. I had in to forget Lake. the rest uh, and and go with the best. I best. have been doing dry hop January though with everybody out there. So trying to drink all dry hop beers in <laughs> January, but. You know, Smutter came along. I'm going to make the exception. It's pretty good. All right. All right. Now, without further ado, Mr. Mr. Helderman. Dry hop January. You've been sitting right. on that one for a while. <laughs> been waiting to pull that out. <laughs> I think you use that euchre every, every Monday night. <laughs> every Monday night, anybody says they're not drinking, I try <laughs> sure. to give them a reason to come back to reality. <laughs> oh, right. sure. There you go. So, uh, Son of a Mutter, Smutter, S'more Brown Ale. Uh, like we said, it's Son of a Mutter. And um, this was, a, I think, a Kagan Fusion we did a while back um, for the anniversary party or something. And it was, we used uh, the original Smutter, um, which we haven't brewed in a very long time. It's one of those beers that uh, a few people here in the tap room uh, very much love, um, but not a whole lot of love outside of the tap room. Um, and so we decided after that infusion to make it uh, kind of how we wanted to. Um, so the base recipe is kind of the same, um, but we did uh, vary some things a little bit. Um, one of those things um, that you might notice, might not, our head brewer Dan Schaefer noticed this. Uh, we roasted the cocoa nibs this time. Ooh, Dan did fancy. it pan- painstakingly in his own oven at home. Oh, I'm sure man. his, I'm sure his, do his house smelled terrible. We don't have an oven here. But look at that. Yeah, and um, as I see here in the notes, which he filled out uh, graciously for us, uh, he did it a few pounds at a time. Did it make a difference? <sighs> yes, it did. Because um, that will take a, a, a decent amount of time to do. But as uh, we all know with Dan Schaefer, if it makes the beer better, he is going to do it. Yeah, and just another shout out to Dan, who's not on today, obviously, but but before the podcast, he came in and dropped off three of his uh, his traditional holiday gift for everyone. Um, he, he does a homebrew and gives it out. So there's really just something to be said for someone whose hobby at home is essentially the same as his job at work. We just got back from the pretty o- amazing. Ohio Craft Brewers Conference, and that is something that talking to a lot of the uh, ingredient manufacturers that were trying to sell us on new grain or new hops and i just kept saying i go you know they're like well do i talk to you do i talk to chris i go well at the end of the day you need to talk to dan because he's the ingredient guy he's the guy that has the passion and even if it's a small scale he'll take it and do something at home because he cares that much about uh the way it comes out so yeah it's 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 amazing to see someone that brings it home because i know uh, I haven't brewed a batch of beer in about four years. Yeah, I, and, I mean, uh, quite a few of our beers have come from ideas that Dan had at home. I, yeah. Lemon Glow being one, where I think that recipe was born from a from a beer he brew brewed at home. I spent way too much money on my system, and I haven't used it since I started here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think half of my homebrew system is up in uh, up in Ashland, where Patty D back at back at, back at his that's his, right his yeah. home base. Yeah, yeah. so. 
Yeah, it's. Uh, I do have to say, um, one of the other changes versus the OG son of a mutter is is using that English yeast strain, and yes. and that was one thing that. I think if you if you really looked at the nuance of the original Son of a Mutter, we we had two yeast strains when we started out. We had a, a California San Diego style yeast strain that was designed to really exemplify hops. Uh, back when uh, when we've talked about it on the podcast, the uh, the bitterness wars to get as much bittering out of those hops, and then the other one is the. The Kolsch, the German ale Kolsch strain that we used for 1862 ale. So, uh, while Son of a Mutter was a very complex and very good beer, it did have a. It wasn't as smooth as as, as this one is finishing, and I think that's a, a a great change to really make this beer shine. Yeah, you. Uh, what it was always a hoppy brown um, was yeah, how was, we we kind of did it, and that San Diego Super, I think, is what we used. It uh it accentuated the bitterness and uh, it was it was definitely a hoppy brown. This yeah, this mellows things out of it. Brown. Yes, definitely yeah. an American brown before. Yeah, this this mellows things out and I think it, it does well with the uh, you know getting all the those other notes in there. The I don't know the the toasty roasty, uh, I guess not so much roasty but the toasted and the chocolate notes in there. Um, and then we add uh, we actually added a, a, a crap ton of uh, graham cracker. In the mash, uh, our friends over at nuts.com. They do a fantastic job. Always, uh, always. Uh, Not a sponsor, but could be. Yeah, there you go. Um, Not, nuts.com, get in touch. <laughs> I saw Snoop Dogg did an ad for them recently. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then. We did not add marshmallow to this, but if all you culinary geniuses out there um, know, uh, marshmallow, uh, it's just sugar and vanilla and some gelatin. So um, there's a lot of sugar in uh, the wort, and you can toast that up to make it uh, taste like a toasted marshmallow. And then vanilla, we just add a little bit of that. So when you are chowing down on those leftover marshmallows at home, uh, it's just a lot of gelatin, sugar, and vanilla. So that is what we added. Um, and yeah, so that's with the with the cacao or uh, yeah, what cocoa nibs? Yeah, oh, I guess they are cocoa nibs um, in there, and then the graham cracker, and you got your uh, vanilla. That is your s'more. Your s'more. Mm-hmm. Fantastic beer. Fantastic beer. Great looking beer. Clear as clear as the a sunny day. Oh man, you can see through it. You know you can trust it. I'm right on. Right on you point see, with that. I wouldn't describe it as clear, but yes, you can see through it. Well, I mean, it's, it's not clear. A, it it's got a, a color to it. It's a dark. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's got a nice, yeah. rich, it's amber brown. It's a yeah. translucent beer. Nice. There is sure. not a uh, not a haze particle floating in suspension. Mm-hmm. But no, it, it's a really good beer, and it's incredibly drinkable. And you know, when you when you pick up a beer that's Named for a, a dessert thing, sometimes they can be very over the top, sweet or rich. Um, I, and I think this is a really nice, like, has a nice sort of restrained sweetness and like really nicely balanced flavor. Where you could drink a few of these and not, I should say, a lot of those dessert beers you can have one and you're done, regardless of ABV. This is a really nice beer where you get the coconut or so you get the cocoa you get the vanilla and you get the sort of roastiness or toastiness i should say but it's very drinkable and uh 
and I wouldn't say light, but it's you could have a few of these. It's really good. I would say if you're making a s'more, you had and you're using Hershey's chocolate because it's got the little squares. You had two two of the tiny squares, graham cracker, half a marshmallow, and graham cracker, which that cuts down on the sweetness. So you can just keep pounding these down. That's a good plan. It's a little like s'more slider kind of. Yeah, thing. exactly. <laughs> if we weren't really afraid of the igloos potentially burning down, you you, you ever been a, a place and they give you a little s'more kit? Like it's like uh, a I've Cerno, never been, but I know what you're like a Cerno about. cannel yeah, yeah. and yeah. and like <laughs> that would be that would be, that would be pretty cool to have, but um, probably not ideal. Though they are fire rated and all that, it's it's uh, you don't it, want to be a lot of mess, in there, no, a lot of mess no. to clean up. So. Maybe something something to think about if you want to sit out on the patio. We Wouldn't can, be we bad. Can, we could figure <laughs> something bring, bring out. Bring your own. <laughs> yeah, but we also don't want you to uh, roast marshmallows over the our our gas yeah. our gas fire pits because then we're just gonna have goop everywhere. So yeah, don't do that either. Yeah. I would have been more concerned about that four months ago. Yeah, but you today to I'm still going to advise it. Might, it. It might be more of a Mark's probably going to Mark's Mark Mark's got a kit in his, <laughs> in his back of his Subaru. He's going to come out and start making s'mores. And, uh, this, this might be a more of an at home activity with the s'mores. But yeah, yeah, do it yeah, at home. Grab a six pack. Yeah. Do it at home. And make some six s'mores. packs to go. Well, you guys were touching on you know how many of these that you would be able to drink. So uh, without without further ado, how crushable is it? That's the question. Mm. This isn't the 200th time we've asked that question because it was added a little later. Yeah, but it came on a little late in the game, probably yeah. about episode 25 was, to 30, yeah, I'd say. A, yeah. it, was a, it was sort of a fluid scale there for a little bit, and then we, we kind of yeah. got it. All right, well, what do you think? Uh, four? Four Crusher. 7.1%. I don't know if 7. I said 1%. that. 7.1%? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um. It's a danger. It's a dangerous seven point one. Well, you you got to go with your good. first. You got to go with your I, first I, instinct. I'm going for oh, we're thirteen minutes and forty seconds into this, and Walt's already had two pints. I've had yeah. one and a half pints. Um, I think I'm, I'm thinking if I'm outside around a fire in the cold, this is a four crusher. I think it's fair. That's yeah. Fair. It's it's easy four. Uh, it's going down pretty easy, and I really like. The idea of a brown ale, anyway, that's kind of on the endangered species list. The American brown, even though this is jazzed up a bit, so it's just cool to be drinking a brown ale. Not many uh, breweries making a brown ale anymore, so uh, that's good. But also the extra dessert portion, I don't think it would slow me down to get all six cans down. But I'm going to stay with the four, respecting the seven percent now. I know, Mark, you're not editing, and you did a nice little uh, quarantine edition. Uh, and so we'll see if uh, we'll send a note, because I'm not editing this this week. It's going to be uh, Eric, who's Eric, the new home, editor. Home quarantining. Yeah, He's quarantining, but he might need to add a, uh, a, a retirement edition. Of oh, look the, at that. Uh, or, or, look or, at that. Or Indian or, or lake, lake edition, something like that. I think a lake edition yeah, would lake be good. Edition. Lake Edition would get you to a six. You're not driving anywhere. You're being very responsible. Yeah. You're an Indian Lake Kitchen Rehab Edition. Yep. Yep. That's That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, there have been a couple nights. uh, 
Well, you know, once power tools... Yeah, you put them away. Put away the power put tools. Put those away after your first lock, beer. Those lock, are lock them in under the, lock and key. Lock them in the cabinet. Yeah, I'd probably still want to mix it up after four, but yeah, it's pretty damn good. I don't know. If it was the only beer around, I'd have six. All right, Chris. There you go. I'm going to... I'm gonna go with four. I think the I think it's a very responsible four. I can be pushed to five, but as long as you're not driving yeah. a car, yeah, all afterwards. those all those all things, those things, all those things. But no, it's uh, if anyone knows me, one of my favorite activities to do is just hang out by the fire and drink <laughs> beer. And yeah, this is this is a great beer for that. It's perfect for it. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have uh, Eric ring that ring that bell ring, ring that the bell, bell four times. Better. You're coming in with a four. Ring that bell four times. That's a four crusher. That's how you it do is. it. Yeah, That's how I'm you not do gonna it. go. I mean, again, it it is for for the sweetness of a s'mores beer, but I actually think it's actually probably more crushable than the OG Son of a Mutter being less. Hop, less bitter, less bitter, less hoppy. Yeah, and, yeah. And that that English English yeast really smooths out the finish, and but it, but it, but it also finishes pretty dry. It does oh, yeah. it, it, as sweet as it can be through the taste with the vanilla flavoring. It, it finishes clean, and I'm wanting another one. Yeah, back when we brewed Son of a Mutter uh, in its decline. I mean, everybody's moved on to other beers at this point in time in American drinking. But when we were brewing enough to have one in the tap room here and also at the airport, and they were really fond of it at the airport, and actually it did pretty well at the airport, which I don't know what that says for travelers, whether they're stuck in the past, even though they're flying to the future. However, I would have to say at that time, we would have some kegs. Once it hit like the three or four month mark, I actually thought Son of a Mutter was better after it had been in a keg for three months. I wouldn't uh, when disagree those hops with that. Came back, yeah. yeah. Hops smell it out a little bit. You got actually, you got some oxidation, which normally mm-hmm. we don't like. But in this case, caramel and a brown it, ale. Yeah, not How bad. How can you go wrong? Exactly. You get a little little caramel action going on, yeah. and it really smoothed it out. And it honestly kind of made it taste the way I think a brown ale should. Yeah, it made it a better beer, almost having yeah. a little age to it. Awesome. Well. We touched on this last year. So last year, this was a can only. It was, it was a release that we wanted to do, and um, it came out just in cans because that's how all beers came out last year for us. And, uh, well, you want to talk about if you're a, an astute looker at her, observer? I think it would be the synonym for that. <laughs> looker at her works, yeah. yeah. Oh, with the label? the label. Yeah, oh, what's yeah. going so, on? I mean, yeah, if you... We canned Son of a Mother a few times. It was not. It was never a regularly canned beer, but we did a couple can releases of it, and we had posters and, and things with the, with the brand for Son of a Mother from the beginning. And Mar- Mark's wearing the shirt here, and it's it's just got kind of a nice vintage illustration of a of a jockey on a horse, number sixty two there. Um, but yeah, with the s'more uh, with the s'more smutter edition, um, we kind of wanted to riff on that, so. Um, yeah, if you if you take a look at the label, it, I mean, I feel like it should be pretty self-explanatory. But that you know, the, the horse and the jockey, they're just they're just tired from a long day of sprinting through the muck, and uh, you know, the so slop, the slop, yeah, the slop. They're, they're getting you know, the slop. They love the slop. They love the slop. But you know, you still get tired. And you just want to kick back and uh, sit by the fire, dry off a little bit, enjoy a marshmallow, a toasted marshmallow by the fire. 
So you got the you got the horse and the jockey sitting there enjoying a, a nice a nice sit by the fire, and a and a roasted marshmallow that will soon be a s'more, and probably a smutter too. Mm-hmm. I remember being in this meeting where this label was being discussed, and it, it is actually one of my f- favorite memories here at Land Grant is talking about son of mutter, smutter, and then being like, well, we definitely should have the horse around the fire <laughs> roasting a marshmallow. Yeah. It's great. It's 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 actually one of my favorite labels, to be honest. Like it's uh, I, I, it's really fun and like the, the, you know, as as I don't know, you know, brown on brown can can be a little bit like, yeah, but like the brown with the orange and the red. Yeah, really brown pops. and orange, great, great yeah. colors, huh? <laughs> brown color of champions, right? Sure. And uh, I I don't know. There's something very like cozy feeling about it. And just like the ridiculousness of a of a jockey and a horse both sitting on logs around a campfire roasting marshmallows, I, I just I don't know. Oh yeah. Well, and, and you look at it, and you don't necessarily mm-hmm. notice the horse like right away. Like it's there, definitely. But like, yeah. it's not like the first thing you see is some like cartoon horse. It looks very natural. It looks yeah. like the horse has sat around a fire before. But that's probably because of Bojack. He, he changed the game for horses and mm-hmm. people. Is that the same horse that was featured in the Rhinestone Cowboy? Or Brinestone Cowboy? Brinestone Cowboy. I think it's the same horse. I think it's the same horse. Shout out to Dennis Heathfield, who uh, (laughs) my my sister's husband's dad, so my, like, father-in-law-in-law or something. I don't know how you define that. Every time I see him... He asks when we're bringing back Brinestone Cowboy. That's not a bad question. You couldn't even drink it. I couldn't. I have a. Shell, I mean, I don't know if maybe I could. I don't know. I have a shelf nice. of yeah. I just avoid it. But there's only one oyster stout in town. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it'll, Pearl. maybe it'll make a comeback. We'll see. Well, Chris, you did a a perfect segue. Given that it is the 200th episode, we have a question from a listener that th- this didn't even have to be. Uh, um, and, and ooh, I could have spoiled what could have been someone's. Uh, answer to this question but this was just a, a standard regular probably just shout shout over the computer monitor and then written down uh but uh listener meredith miles here our t- director of communications asks she does listen every week i know so yeah no, I, yeah yeah it's if she wouldn't she would get fired she's an employee of land i don't know if she gets a t-shirt for I'll have to check the rule book on I that. think she gets t-shirt. Oh, Give her a damn yeah, t-shirt. I'll, yeah, I'll check with HR. I don't want to, you know, impermissible benefits. We don't want to make her ineligible <laughs> for uh, for her, her sophomore year here at the brewery. Here's your t-shirt. But, Get fired. <laughs> uh, with so many beers released and now at your 200th. BWTB, BWTB. That's what we call it here at Lager. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which Schaefer calls it Ball with the Ball. Ball with the Ball. Really? <laughs> the podcast. Uh, do you have a favorite podcast memory? In parentheses, a specific episode, phrase, special guest that stands out to you when you reflect back. Mm. Oh, I've got one. Oh, you're saying the 200th episode with Mark Richards coming back? No, that's not Nailed that it. fair. That's not I can that see fair. That. I've got Before a, I've this got a episode second one. one. Let's hear it. And I, I was actually thinking about this before we sat down. I couldn't think of anything, and it just came to me. But and it seems so obvious now. But it was the the episode we recorded with Dan Eaton. 
<laughs> We're uh, Danny. And <laughs> from, I saw uh, Mister Eaton, uh, uh, friend at the, of the pod, Danny at the, at the Craft Brewers Conference uh, from Columbus week. Business First, uh, friend of Land Grant and all uh, Columbus breweries. Um, we had him on for a podcast, and it was great. We we really went through a lot. I don't even remember what we were specifically talking about, but we really hit everything. And then we this realized very early on too, very early. And very then we early. realized that we hadn't recorded any of it, or yeah. or the recording failed, or something. It all recorded just through the microphone yeah. on the laptop because we failed to plug the soundboard yeah. in. Even though all of us were talking yeah. in mics, USB. that's right. It was just like talking in a big open room with bar noise in the background. So yeah, it was so, absolute shite. I think you had to. Portray Dan. Yeah. Yeah. I did a re-record. Yes, I was, was not on that. Episode. I was not yeah. on that episode, but was on the follow-up episode. Oh yeah, where Walt played uh, Mr. Eaton. Where I pretended to be Danny. Yeah. And it was uncanny <laughs> and ruined his journalistic integrity. But probably. it's what you had to do. I mean, it was a reenactment. We it's made it we clear it was yeah. a reenactment. It's what we had so to do, yeah. yeah, if you Walt's if, voice if you, took the place of Dan's, it was pretty good. If, you, if anyone watches Arrested Development, it was like an episode of Scandal Makers. It was terrible. Well, some. Sometimes you get it right, sometimes you don't. Thanks, Dan, for being on. Yeah. We love you, buddy. Oh, yeah. yeah that's a good one. Except right. in movie trivia. Don't like you so much in that. All right, Chris, what, what about you? You, you mentioned your uh, planning meeting. What about, what about on, the, on the podcast? So there, I'm going to mention two things. One, my uh, previous, I'm not saying I love it, but my previous uh, loathing distaste for the crushability scale being out of six because we when we set it up it was out of five and then everyone started well there's six beers in a six pack so they give it a six out of five and it's it's out of five you only have five i've gotten over that that's fine. That's good. This is more of an airing of the grievances, yeah, is, yeah. though, than that, a this favorite. This should have been on the Festivus This is episode, more like but... your least favorite <laughs> shit from the <laughs> podcast. After I got over that, no, it was the, we did it out on the stage. It was one of the first yeah. um, that we did live back like from that. quarantine. And honestly, I, I think Tony Cipriani was on it. I'm, I, I was obviously on it. Was it was Lemon Glow. Was it? Yeah. No, and honestly... I don't know if it's just we hadn't been around people or we hadn't, but it was just a lot of fun. Like it was, we all got done with that. And, you know, I'll be honest right here. Here's some truth. This is not always our favorite thing to do is, you know, the brewers got done with a long day. We, the end of the day coming in to, you know, record beers, the brewers. Sometimes uh, you've been here since like Dan's been here since like 6am or something. And, you know, it's, it's the end of the day. But that was one of the most fun experiences I've had. Uh, if you listen back to it, you can tell we're having fun on there, um, which isn't always the case. And uh, that was, that, that was a, a, fo- a fond memory for sure. Yeah, I'll add that doing Beers with the Brewers remotely through, like, true COVID lockdown quarantine was, like, the real, like, highlight of my week every week. Like, on Wednesday, oh, it was yeah. like... All right, well, at least I can talk to some people that aren't my kids or my wife, and we can drink some beers and kind of, like, tune out a little bit for an hour. It was, like, almost kind of normal, which was yeah. fun. Yeah. And that's the perspective here. Is Not that, against my kids or my wife. but Yeah. What Chris know. is talking about is it was the first time we could actually record in person. Yeah. We'd done a lot remotely because we were – that was when we were in total COVID lockdown, really – 
Uh, everybody was working from home, staying home as much as they could. Only people that had real reasons to be inside our facility were coming in. And so, yeah, it was a celebration of getting to be amongst people. And I, I would dig that. I think yeah. that's, that's a great memory. Yeah. I agree. Or or making uh, basketball arcade things. Oh, I needed, sure. I needed a, I needed well, a big... That was a real reason. I needed, uh, a, I needed a big workspace. For yeah, there was, there was uh-huh. a lot of days it was Benner and I. We would yeah. we'd, we'd yeah. come in, and, and that, that would be the only two people in the brewery for a long time until uh, we came in for whoever is delivering beer that day for yep. the, the fine yep. fans. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it will have to be noted, however... Walt is bringing to point the time that we were recording remotely. It was a good chance to really test the crushability, though. Because yeah. those crushability numbers were no they were lie. They were already they were home, inflated so. for a while, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Mark, what about you? What about you? What, uh, what's your, I've got, yeah. I think I've got two on this. Uh, I think for podcast uh, guest, because that was one and also a memory, uh, podcast guest, it was an absolute honor to have someone that's not really tied to the beer community, but definitely appreciator of the fine products that we serve here at Land Grant would be General Farrater yeah. at Veterans Memorial. To, to have a veteran on to celebrate uh, not only the uh, Veterans Memorial that's just a couple blocks away, uh, it was really, I think community-wise, that was a great moment. Uh, and a general. And, and, uh, quite an honor. An absolute honor. Mm-hmm. I mean, Deco- that's the one thing. When we, general. when we first met uh, General Farrader, the one thing that he told Mark and I went on the tour, he said, you know, I always make sure I talk to every, you know, I talk to everyone that comes through here because the one thing a general told him at one point is how many people get to meet a general? Yeah. Like there's yeah. not many of them yeah. out there. Then there hasn't been. I mean, there's probably been couple thousand through history but there's only a, a few dozen at a time i don't know yeah and, absolutely and i think he was a three-star general so it's not it's it's not yeah. we're not we're not we're not talking yeah. about just like a absolutely. regular run in the mill we're not talking about general sanders here <laughs> we're talking about a guy that served and and, yeah. and and did so with a lot of honor so yeah no that that's all yeah I, yeah that's that's real that's high. a great that's a I great think, that's uh, a great memory i also think you know just those of you that are listening, this is uh, the National Veterans Memorial Museum, and this is here in Columbus, Ohio, and something to be cherished. So if you haven't made it out, it's quite an array of human stories. And, uh, of course, we've got to give a, a shout-out to old heart of gold Nick oh, Wood Nick. Yeah. over there, always holding it down, and uh, big friend of the brewery, and, and uh, honored to have uh, gotten to record that podcast with, with General Ferreter. So... I would say memory-wise, just for strict podcast memory of, like, an episode that, like, really I dug and one that uh, I thought was a cool educational piece and also a fun piece was, uh, I think it was just Adam and Chris and I, we did the uh, little glassware education one. Mm-hmm. I know that's to date Jordan's favorite episode because he didn't know that much about glassware. I think uh, as somebody that... Uh, whether you want to get into beer snobbery or whether you just want to really be able to appreciate your beer in aroma and presentation its fullest, can't be anything said more for putting it into a proper glass for the style of beer you're drinking. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I think, you know, as I look back and, and if, if, you're, if you're tuning in and you're newer, you haven't heard the whole history, this, this all started out as a tool for our sales team that was driving around town that we could 
give them more information and, and, and having our brewers to be able to give the reasons why they brewed the beer, the history behind it, the kind of nuance and why this is different, that that was just a really cool thing that sitting there as as someone that really appreciates uh, learning more, you know, I felt that maybe folks out there, people that come in the tap room, regulars would be really interested in that as well. So um, I think overall, just, just, just doing the overall podcast and uh, one of my favorite episodes uh, was just to mix it up when uh, it was beers with the bartenders and to hear, hear some of their, <laughs> their thoughts on, uh, um, you know, different weird names people call it, you know, son of a murder uh, and, and, and whatnot. But uh, one of the one of the things Meredith had on here was one of the favorite sound bites, and uh, as as the tech nerd, and at one point we had a soundboard on here, and there's there's a lot that we love. The Hajir Sodank returns a lot. I've mentioned very early on the Mark Vegetarian Pizza, but it it's one that I I have not used for uh, several years, and uh, that's the. Uh, uh, I love the bear, the bear, the bear very much. Uh, when when oh, Justin yeah. when Justin asked Nick, and we oh, would yeah. use that every episode. <laughs> Nick. And that's then that's then that's that's Nick Nick Heidel who passed away uh, yeah, a few years Nick. ago. Our uh, our, our bartender, and it's it's still on the soundboard. And uh, I'm I'm gonna send I'm gonna send that to I'm gonna, that, that's gonna I think that's gonna be our Easter egg. I'm gonna send that send that to oh, Eric yeah. as a as an honor and uh, dedicate this episode this 200 episode to Nick as a. Uh, you know, originally we we did these. Uh, we recorded live in front of the staff. It was folks came in to to, yeah. to, to hear and, and learn about the beer. If you could be here, and uh, and and that and that was always a, a fun thing. And 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 we always laughed. But that was always the cool thing about Nick. He would laugh. He laughed at himself too, even though you know we we all we were all having fun because uh, he, we caught him off guard. <laughs> he yeah. was not he was not expected to be asked a question about the beer. And uh, that 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 is still I, I, I see I see that on my soundboard anytime I bring that up and uh, and it's and it's uh, it's a it's it's a great memory for me and and uh, and and you know to be able to think back on uh, on, on the the awesome times that we had here with Nick so uh, yeah, that's great yeah. that's great so it's it, it's been it's been a, it's been awesome to be able to share our thoughts on beers and. What are what's going on here at the brewery? That that's the other half of it is, you know, for a brewery that is involved in so many things, whether it's in town or with the various sports teams and what's coming up and big events that we have going on. You know, we really appreciate everyone tuning in week after week, or, or maybe not, and just picking us up every now and again uh, and uh, and listening in. I know, you know, we have a litany of things going on this weekend. Uh, you know, it's on here whether or not we're going to play the audio. We'll probably have the Bengals game on with the audio, even though we were oh, talking about yeah, the Browns. Or, or, champion, the champions audio. Uh, if, if you are a Euchre player and want to come down, just come on down, right, Mark? It's, it's oh, not yeah. totally full love at to this see point. It. I'd love to see you. I think, uh, yeah, we've got a great uh, turnout, actually, on Euchre, both uh, seasoned veterans and some former uh, – 
former medal winners also and champions, and then also some newbies, which is cool. If you want to play, come on down. We've, uh, we've had room for a couple extra tables every week, so if you are a registrant, because we do have a lot of registrants that have not come out, and I do understand... Uh, you know, some of you may have uh, taken ill for a couple weeks. That's a thing right now, sadly. So, and uh, if you do have any fears uh, about COVID, just know we are checking vaccinations when a new team logs in and making sure uh, we had to turn a team away this week because they weren't vaxxed. But I think it's important to have that security if you're sitting at a table across from one another uh, in this time to emphasize that. But yeah. It's been a great time, and if you love the torture of my voice, you get to hear it every round, announcing it's your uh, time to get a beer and go to the next table. Yeah, and then and then uh, uh, a week from last night, got the uh, as the official American Outlaws bar. Come on down, what uh, hang out oh, night yeah. before. Uh, we're going to be having a big party here and uh, releasing the, uh, the the beer that's going to be on the podcast. What is that next week, Walt? Home. Uh, cold IPA. Ooh. We actually talked about that at the Craft Brewers Conference. And those of you out there that are like, what is a cold IPA? It's it it you used to be called a India Pale Lager, mm-hmm. but everything's an IPA out there. Yeah. So yeah. it's a way to same know, thing. It's a yeah. way to sell it with yeah, that's, that A uh, we, instead we of the L. Jo- uh, throwing it back, we always joked if we called Son of a Mutter an India Brown Ale or, or a Brown IPA, it yeah. probably would have sold a lot yeah. more beer. It didn't work for Dogfish Head, though. They don't make the Indian Brown. Yeah, no, it was an Indian Brown Ale, not a Brown IPA. That's good. So it's a naming <laughs> yeah. convention, once yeah. again. You just need the yeah. same thing yeah. with Cascadian. A Cascadian Dark Ale is oh, now yeah. a Black nobody, IPA. Nobody wants to know anything about yeah. a Cascadian Dark Ale. But yeah, Wednesday we've got the the night before party with uh, American Outlaws. Thursday is the match day with U.S. Men's National Team playing El Salvador at Lower.com Field. So we'll have a pregame party, and we'll obviously have the match on here if you don't have tickets. Um, so come on down and watch it here if you can't make it to the match. Um, but yeah, for, and then yeah, Thursday through Sunday, Ray Ray's is here. Um, Tuesday, we got uh, tortilla food truck. Wednesdays, two fat Indians. So we got it all going on. So come on down here any night of the week, and uh, we'll have something happening for you. Get out there and try some of that keg curling, too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If you can it, find it, a reservation. Yeah. Come, oh, you know, we got reservations during, the, we got reservations during the week if you can't find them. Uh, and, uh, and, and just keep checking back because everyone's getting COVID. So people cancel <laughs> like every yeah. about every other hour we get someone canceling. So yeah, uh, weekend, weekend times do pop up. Yeah. So yeah, igloos and curling uh, open for reservations on the website. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it was a pleasure spending this 200th episode with these esteemed gentlemen. Oh yeah. We, I think we are uh, all of our glasses are empty, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to test half this yeah. crushability. Yeah. Crush yeah. I think crushability is gonna be. One. We might have to go back and. Uh, Draw a line through the crushability on Smutter because we're getting through these pretty well. Oh sure, well, and 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 thank you all for listening. Yeah. Uh, whether it's been uh, two episodes or, or all two hundred, we appreciate you listening in to our uh, our banter. Let us talk about our beers and, uh, and and what's going on. Yeah, I don't know how many people listen to this, but it's enough that keeps us going. And uh, yeah, so we really appreciate it. And 
I know my mom listens, which is great. And my mom so listens, shout too. Shout out yeah, to Alice should. Keys out yeah. there. Alice and Denise, but, yeah. you're, you're listening. And Jordan. We know Alice, Denise, and Jordan. Oh, yeah. So and I, three. I listen every Plus week Meredith. to this day. Yeah. And Meredith. Yeah. So we have and four Meredith. to five listeners. This, this Matt minimum. Paulson, shout out. And that, is, a, that is enough to keep Jeff doing it. Oh, we can go Jeff, on I mean, and on. This is like, like, a lot of people gonna I know. It's like the rolling credits, week. and then you just yeah, pat yeah, out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a successful podcast if we can name all the listeners. Yeah, that's pretty That's right. Well, I mean, we know a lot of names. Well, if any listeners do make it down to 424 West Sound Street, Make sure to tip your bartenders. We appreciate you all. Cheers. Absolutely. Cheers. Great to be on this week. The 200th hit episode yeah. right there. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Nailed it. That's Dosien Nacero, I think they say. There you go. Cheers. Nick, what are your thoughts? I enjoy the beer, beer very much. 